Risking your day off the right way. Like, like this. Hey, yo, what's good? It's the Morning Hustle Podcast, baby, with L'Oreal yeah. and myself, Kyle Santillian. And this will be given to him raw and uncut. Uh-uh. We said we was going to protect ourselves <laughs> from now on. <laughs> That's what we said. Safe sex is the best sex, y'all. <laughs> well, we ain't say nothing about sex, but we all going to have a good time. You said with raw. <laughs> Listen, today's going to be a good one. Uh, I know, L'Oreal, you had an opportunity to sit down with Killer Mike, yes? That's right. And it was amazing to chop it up with him. He has a new album out called Michael. It is a classic. Yeah. He talks about how it's been a while since he put out a solo project. Yeah. We discussed some of the collaborations he has on there and what's going on with him and Andre 3000. Ah, mm, okay. Mm, mm. Make sure y'all tune in for that. And for me personally, I went home from my grandmother's funeral last week and yeah. there was some drama that was going on between the cousins that I didn't realize till after the fact. I'll break that down for you today as well. Yeah, Kyle came back with a black eye. No, I did not. Okay. <laughs> and I know you're working on some stories as well. That's right. Are we finally getting an answer to who Lotto is really dating mm. and there are some things I won't do, Kyle. Mm-hmm. You know, but I may got to switch it up today. Well, especially if you want to get married. What, what do you mean? <laughs> Boo. <laughs> we'll talk all about it and Kyle, because we're going to drag his ass for the rest of the show on the lowdown. All right, look, man. Also, we're going to check the Morning Hustle voicemails in 60 seconds, but now it's time for Kyle's message of the day. And mine. Listen up. It's... It's Kyle's message of the day. You heard? All right, y'all. Kyle's message of the day today is do it scared. Do it, do it, do it, do it. That was my song. Okay, but do it scared. Here's what I mean by this, man. There's a lot of things that can benefit our lives. There's a lot of adventures, activities, whatever. Things that can benefit us, but a lot of times we're scared to move forward. We're scared to do it. We're scared to step into that world. Mm -hmm. Don't let that fear hold you back. Whatever you got to do, it's cool to recognize that you have that fear inside of you, but you got to do it scared, Mm -hmm. okay? The other night, boom, our homie Alton, he has his comedy room where he goes up and new people go on stage and try to do comedy. Guess what I did? Went you on laughed. St- uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I went on stage and made a couple people laugh. How about uh, that? At you or with you? Uh, with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just making sure. I was nervous about going up I on stage. I could ask Alton. I don't know about well, that. You can ask him. I was nervous about going up on stage in that capacity. is way different from radio. Okay. But I said, you know what? I said, yo, let me go right now because if I get too nervous, I ain't going to do it. But what I do? I went up there and I did it scared. Alton is very quiet. So I think they <laughs> booed you. <laughs> they boo Alton if they booed him, shake yes. <laughs> he won't shake. It doesn't matter, because at the end of the day, we got it done, and you can do the same thing. Whatever you feel like might be holding you back and is getting some fear inside your system, ignore it. Just do what you got to do anyway, and just do it scared. That is Kyle's message of the day. Yeah, and mine was, if you were there and you booed Kyle, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, taking your morning to the next level. I'm on a new what up, y'all? It's the morning Hustle with L'Oreal and Kyle Santillian. All right, now, Hustlers, listen up, man. Yesterday we asked, is it possible that your significant other hates you? Now, we asked you that question because if you don't remember, there's a TikToker who goes by the name of at Tolly Berry Baby who said this. 
If your birthday comes around and he starts being mean or nonchalant, he hates you. Same with Valentine's Day. He hates you. He hates you. You need to know that he hates you. Mm. Okay? He hates you. <laughs> Every time I hear it, it just sounds worse and worse. And she sounds a little yeah, psychotic. It's terrible. But she made a few points. And the question is, do you agree with her? What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? A lot of people called us yesterday and a lot of people left voicemails. Here's what they had to say. Yo, I got a message for you. You leave a message. We gonna check it. You get the message am I getting through to you? You have one message. Let's clear our voicemails. So I genuinely feel like men do not be liking women sometimes. But you can tell when a man like you, but a lot of these dudes, they be messing with girls and they don't even like them. Can her calling from DC. As women, we internalize too much of what men's opinion is. And if he does mean things to you, maybe he don't hate you, he might hate himself. I just feel like all the time, if a man has something to say, it's like, oh, he hates me. We can't internalize that stuff. He hates women. It's just a lot of men that they don't actually like women. They just want to have sex with women and that's it. Okay, so hear me out. I think that people use the word hate just as much, like, in the wrong context. How many times have you heard somebody say, oh, that's my friend? All right, the hustlers always keep it real. You already know. Our voicemails are always crazy, man. We appreciate y'all for checking in with us anytime, all right? He probably do hate you. It's not gossip if you heard it here. Big Lotto just announced a big meal with Wingstop. Okay. Right? She got a collaboration over there. And big shout out to her. I like when they do this with the different hip-hop artists, like yeah. how McDonald's did it with Offset and Cardi B. And the Bad Meg Bunny. Sauce at Popeye's used to be fire. What was the name of it? Oh, uh, the Meg DeSalle. I forget the actual name no, of it. No, the it was name like... of the sauce wasn't the Meg DeSalle. No, no, no. I'm just saying her sauce, though, <laughs> it was like sweet and sour. Oh, that was fire. I can see it being like hot girl. Sauce. Something like that. And I'm yeah. sure you loved it. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Okay, well, tw- well, I almost said, well, 21. <laughs> Look at me. I'm getting beside myself. 21 wings, of course. That's uh-huh. what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's how many wings you get in this meal. It's a lemon herb remix dry rub, Ooh. you know? And it all, go- it all to you for $26.99. How you got to have 21? It should, it should be $21. 21. I agree. 21 wings for $21. Because, 21. like, why are we using 21? Ex- mm, 21. I see what you're doing. I ain't there. never seen a meal that had 21 things. 21. Mm-hmm. Did you? That's- nope. Okay, so you know the rumors. They say that Big Lotto is dating 21 Savage. Yeah. Uh, they even had a picture of a tattoo behind her ear that said his name, his government name, which is Shea. Mm. So that's kind of like, unless they got the same middle name, that's no, <laughs> like that, the middle name is hers. And right. That's know. not a common name either. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah. Kyle. No, I'm, I'm agreeing <laughs> with you. <laughs> I'm agreeing with yeah, you. Yeah, so, okay. Um, first of all, it sounds delicious. Wouldn't you go get it? Absolutely. You get fries with it, all kind of stuff. I love wings up, absolutely. But like the 21 just really stands out to me. Do you 21. think that was like a a shout out to her boo-boo? I think so. If it's true she has the tattoo and the meal 
has 21 wings. It sounds like you got to start drawing some conclusions. Yeah, remember they had like pictures of them saying they were on vacation at the same place. Mm-hmm. And why do you think they're hiding it? You know what? I think it's like a backlash. Like everything is so overexposed right now that it's to the point where it's like, yo, I got to keep something for myself. Like, Yeah, yeah. And probably I mean? because they have like this rumor that 21 Savage is married. Oh, probably that too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't- that might be a reason as well. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's happening here because, like, I did a little bit of research because I heard that rumor because this is all, I guess it's a rumor for me because I didn't know this. Right. But uh, they said a woman by the name of Kiana Joseph is actually his wife and she has a beauty company called Beauty by Nuki. Mm. And they were together on a date just as late as May 15th. Like, literally married wife? like That's what the internet is saying. But you know, the internet, sometimes they be wrong, child. I don't know, because to my understanding, I know Lotto don't come out and say right. it, but I, it seems like she is dating. I don't know. Everything that we're talking about are all reasons why people are trying to keep things private. That's like, true. what if he was married to her, but they ended up breaking up? And then they started getting back together. Or what if, you know, they're they're done, right? But then they are dating and Lotto and him are getting together, but maybe they didn't want it to be that serious in the beginning. You don't want people to run with stories. It's just so much, man. Everybody's in everybody's business. I actually respect when people try to keep things quiet. But are you really trying to keep it quiet if you have 21 wings in your mail? 21. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. You're right. You're is leading it people Uchi on. Is it one mm. mic? I'm L'Oreal. <laughs> There's 21 wings in that meal. 21. And uh, 21 might be in other things as well. Uh, I'm, <laughs> hey, I'm down to order it. Now, in the next lowdown, we're going to be talking about big money. Not the lotto, not this lotto, but uh, you'll get what I'm saying. I'm L'Oreal. That's the lowdown. Follow me at starring L'Oreal, L-O-R-E-L, and get this story and more at themorninghustle.com. Hey, What's going on, y'all? It's the morning hustle with L'Oreal and Kyle Santillian. All right, so let's get to it, man. I told you I had a situation to share with y'all. If you follow me on social media or whatever the case may be, you may know last week I went back to the crib. My grandmother passed away, right? Yeah. So the situation is, you know, we're all at the funeral, obviously. We all go to the repast, obviously. After the repast, everybody was back at my grandmother's house, just hanging out, you know, having food, talking, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, being on the, in the house, outside on the stoop. Yeah, hanging outside out. Outside on the block, mm-hmm. just kicking it, right? So, boom, the whole day goes by, and seemingly, I don't know what's going on, seems fine, right? Later on that evening, my niece and my daughter are talking about some of the things they were experiencing with the other kids. When I say kids, I'm talking teenage to young adult, let's say anywhere between 15 to 21. Wow. Somewhere okay. in that age group, yeah, right? all right. So, come mm-hmm. to find out that my niece was upset because she heard some of the other cousins talking about how they don't like her, they don't like my daughter, they don't like some of the other cousins they because don't like them. they don't like them because they're bougie. And they uh, were like, my niece was like, well, how are we bougie? I, I'm confused about why they even think that. Now let me paint the difference for y'all, right? The cousins that she's talking about, if we're being honest, they've been through some real inner city hood life. You know what I mean? They've had to experience things they probably should not have had to experience mm-hmm. at a young age. And for me, it kind of hurt my feelings a little bit because I feel like as parents, we all 
do everything that we can to provide the best environments for our kids. And then because maybe our kids have had a little bit of a better environment, now they're looked at or looked down upon as being bougie or uh, we don't rock with them because blah, 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 blah. Damn, that's like, crazy. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, that's messed up because we're always trying to do better in our community, right? So why is it like that? Like, just, I thought that was the goal because, you know, like we, we was in the hood and yeah. then we came out of the hood. Like my mother took us, you know, out and we got it moved into a house and whatever but I think because we were still connected maybe we was those kids that nobody ain't like either and I ain't think about it like that but we ain't never care because we was like the majority so whether it was my godparents or my auntie we would go hang out with my cousins and mm -hmm. stuff like that so then that's how you know you did that now because probably you ain't never be like hey it's a little rough in Philly. Why don't y'all come hang out with us for the summer? No, well, That's why they don't like you. Well, we being real, I always tell my family all the time, like, yo, come see us wherever I was at. Whether I was in North Carolina at the time, whether I was in Chicago, wherever I live, I always told family, come see me. Now, I might not reach out to the kids directly, but I, no, know, the kids, yeah. I know I told their father that. Yeah. I know I told their mother that. I know I've told my cousins that. I've always had an open door policy when it comes to family coming to visit. And you gotta I'm, let the kids know, like, yo, I told your father I wanted you to come down. I'm telling <laughs> yeah, you because maybe, the kids right? is gonna take it out on them. Your right. kids is harsh, especially when it's family. Yeah. It ain't no holes bar because you can't just be like, oh, Yo, you're bullying them. Nah, that's your cousin. You supposed to bully them. Yeah, nah, I, get I it. got bullied by my cousins. <laughs> I thought it was just a weird situation. I, you know, I really don't like that because at the end of the day, like we all supposed to treat each other a certain way because yeah. nobody's done anything directly to disrespect anybody. I always looked at it like this. Like, both of my parents started out in the projects, right? Yeah, most Their people. parents moved them out of the projects just into the neighborhood. Okay. Then, so my parents were in the neighborhood. Then when I was young, we was in the city. And then they got us out of the city. And then we was outside of the city. And then my kids are probably just 100% suburban kids. Yeah, your, you know kids, I mean? you, your kids might be a little stuck up, Kyle. No, but they're not, though, because <laughs> we don't raise them to be stuck up. You feel what I'm saying? So mm. the values are still there. That's not what your family is saying. All right, well, I, I don't know. I want to know what the husband Let's because say, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, because I've never seen this. I just, I guess the only real question is like, you know, how do y'all interpret this? Have you ever had to deal with something like this? How would you manage a situation like people. this? Can you relate to this type of situation? Right? Yeah, I think that's why it's good to have one foot in, one foot out. Mm. Like you, yeah, you out here in the suburbs, but you got to learn how to fight. In the hood. That's a fact. You get what I'm trying That's to say? All right. What are your thoughts on this situation, Street Hustlers? Smart. Let's go to the phone lines right now. Anonymous and Rich Man. What do you say, bro? I don't think you should be looking at the kids, man. Them kids picked that up from somebody else. So I'm thinking that, you know, those old relatives has had conversations in front of those kids and say, uh, you know your cousin is bougie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't feel bad for giving your kids a better life. And I understand about the one foot in and one foot out. Yeah, you got to be able to relate, man. But you all, we all looking for better lives for our kids. I got four and I'll die for them. So wait, so the moral of the story is they really just don't like Kyle. <laughs> well, the, real, the, real, the moral of the story is they probably jealous of Kyle. Mm. Same thing. <laughs> tomato, is that, tomato. Is that the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> L'Oreal can't take nothing serious, so. <laughs> What? <laughs> Rico and Auburn, what do you say? That's what it gave. My mom and my daddy got me up out the hood at a young age. 
And my cousins, they, they play nice with me, you know what I'm saying, talk good in my face, but behind my back, they'll say anything. And one thing I had to learn was, you know what? If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. Mm. And I know that's old now, but you know what I'm saying? If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping, and that's for real. You brought back an old phrase for that one. <laughs> Who said that? OT Genesis? <laughs> OT Genesis. Genesis. OT Genesis. <laughs> Tamika in Virginia, what you say? Kyle is crazy because I actually had to tap into myself. Mm. My cousins, I grew up in Arkansas, good old country, played in the mud. And as I got older and started dressing up more, my cousins would call me poor little rich girl. <laughs> oh, my God. My poor name. little rich girl. That was a good poor one. Poor rich girl. And I still, I'm 29, and I still get called that to this day. That, that is hilarious. Poor little rich girl. That's crazy. So it's really interesting that a lot of us, you know, especially with black families, go through this kind of thing, right? Because at the end of the day, our goal is to always elevate and put ourselves in better situations. So, you know, I, I hate that there's that kind of tension there. Yeah, I, I just take it so much differently, like more towards her side of the poor little rich girl. So I just feel like that's going to toughen them up and that's going to be the hood that make them a little stronger. For sure. Like you have to have the balance of the two because the world is going to be way more harsher than just saying they don't like you because you're bougie. No, That's you're right about damn that. damn sure. So you got to have your family kind of like, I, like, I know that people look at that and be like, that's cruel, obviously, because they said things that I said in the past, I was bullying. Like, and yeah. it's like, no, that's, that's just how we are. Like, we kind of snap on each other to get each other to get tougher skin. I know. I, I agree with that part. I do think you need things, checks and balances to make you uh, tougher as and a person. And bougie is a bad word to who? Because either, if you call me bougie, that's a compliment. No, it's less about that and more about, like, damn, like, I really, it would be great for all of us to progress together. But do you know they really saying? not speak to them? Is it that bad? Ah, hey, you know, that might be part two of this conversation. Oh, okay, okay. So if, they, if it goes <laughs> that far then that's gone too far yeah, it's gone too yeah, far that's yeah gone no too doubt far. all right no doubt appreciate all the phone calls man the hustle's always keeping 100 with us we appreciate y'all and uh let's switch gears a little bit and have some fun man we're trying to get somebody some money the thousand dollar cash grab is coming up at 929 829 central right here on the morning hustle it's not gossip if you heard it here get that glass ready she's spilling all the juicy tea it's the lowdown with l'oreal all right, now, the Powerball jackpot. Okay. It is going to hit $1 billion. So talking about. All right, because that's because nobody won on Monday. It was up for up to $922 million. So this $1 billion would make it the third largest winning. Yeah. Because last year, it was all the way up to two point. Four billion. I remember. I believe it was. <laughs> you know, yeah, I remember it was crazy. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I think I actually might have given a dollar for that. Well, I think it cost two. Okay, so I guess uh, <laughs> I was splitting it with my. Uh, so I don't play these kind of games because I feel like the chances are so slim. I'd rather keep my two dollars right. in my pocket. Uh, I know you are excited about this one, but they also have like a smaller pot too, yeah. right? There's one that's five hundred and sixteen point eight million dollars. What's that? Just the it's two different. I don't get it. No, so I think what you're referring to is like so for instance, the jackpot is $1 billion. Okay. If you win that, you have two options on how you get your money paid out. 
you can have that $1 billion paid to you in annuities, like you get monthly payments for, right. for a certain amount of years, rest of your life or whatever. Or you can just say, nah, give me all my money right now. And if you do the cash out, give me my money right now, they'll just cash you out. Hell nah, that's a big difference. Bill. It is a big difference. Half. But it's, it's a big difference, but it's like, would you rather just take the 516 right now or get payments over the course of your life? So you'll take the $500 million. I'm taking the 516.8 up front. This is giving me scam. They already scamming people out of money, right? Because you're never gonna win. I would say scam, but you know, it's a, you but know. how you gonna offer me one billion dollars and be like, but if you want the one billion dollars now, but no, you have the option. Though. No, That's I up to played you. for a billion. You just put in all these articles one billion dollars. I want you to hand me my one billion right now. Tomato, tomato. I ain't never working again. All That's- I know is thirty. <laughs> I'm not taking thirty payments. I'm with you on that. <laughs> right. It's thirty. If it's thirty years, thirty. Who knows right. how long I'm gonna be exactly. here? Exactly. That's yeah, my hopefully point. Hopefully for thirty years. I will be buying a ticket today. If I don't show up for work tomorrow, I won. Now, I think, first of all, you'll be here. <laughs> and they're going to have your money. How much are you putting in? Uh, I, you know, I feel like if I'm a, I could easily spend $20 on food or drinks or something, so I'll drop at least $20 on it. I'd rather eat than somebody that won the lottery eat with my money. Hey, Nas, Nas famously said that buck that bought a bottle could have struck the lotto. Nas never won the lotto. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what the man that won the lotto said. You get what I'm he saying? He said, I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> I'll listen to him. He can give me some pointers all day. Until then, I'm keeping my twenty dollars. I don't even know how to play. How about that? I'm keeping my twenty dollars. Come on, we gonna go after work in my pocket. Uh, uh-uh, I'm not taking my time to do that. Can you do it online? That's a good question. I'm in Michigan, certain states. Well, certain states. I'm in Michigan, so I guess I can. <laughs> I'm L'Oreal. That's the lowdown. You can follow me at Star and L'Oreal. I don't think I would trust that either, though. That's just them taking more money. L O R E L or Morning Hustle Show. Morning Hustle Show, L'Oreal. We have Killer Mike in the building, aka Michael. Laptop, How you doing, L'Oreal? Good to be with you. What's going on? Listen, I'm so glad to finally sit down and get a chance to talk to you because you've always been somebody that was really interesting to me. You always had something to say, something that wasn't just riffraff. You know, you speak (laughs) up for our people. You will argue somebody down for whatever you believe in, and that's something that I'm Mike, <laughs> so yeah. I respect that a lot. So let's talk about Michael. Yeah. Your first solo album in 11 years. Mm-hmm. Why so long? Why now? I, well, I, I've been a part of a very successful rap group called right. Run the Jewels and yeah. NLP out of out of it out of uh, Brooklyn. Shouts out to Brooklyn. That's right. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I had a decade to be one half of a group, and yeah. if you look at that group, like the uh, Uncanny X Men, you got me, LP, DJ Trackstar. You had guests like R.I.P. Our girl, Gangsta Boo, yeah. Zach De La Roque from Rage Against Machine, Josh Homme, all these people, Big Boy, Two Chains, pop up in this wonderful world of Run the Jewels. Well, my character, like. Wolverine has a backstory. All characters have a backstory, but Wolverine's backstory is really personal. If you read comics, you read Logan. Yeah. And I wanted to make my Logan. I was home for three years, you know, for COVID. I caught COVID early, so I thought I was going to die for 14 no. days. And then when you come out of that, you're like, oh, wow, I got some stuff I probably need to say before I die. Right, right. And I, I just, um, you know, I've had a, been blessed to have a 20-year career in music, and I've never introduced people to that little nine-year-old buck-tooth boy with the horns and the halo. I never 
never introduced him to Michael. You know, yeah. he never got to know me. So the character Killer Mike, people are polarized around. Some people love, some people, you know, had other opinions of. But the, the boy Michael that grew up in his west side enclave called Collier Heights Adamsville community in Atlanta, I think a lot more people can relate to just because it's just a, it's just an all-American story of, of a little boy and his imagination over yeah. conquering, you know, conquering all. You know? And you really open up. You talk yeah. about a lot of different things yeah. from losing your mother, your grandmother, yeah. uh, which is something that is, I'm pretty sure, has to be one of the most difficult things that somebody can go uh, through. The second verse of that song, when I said, oh, my mama dead, my grandma, um, her mama dead, her mama died in my arms. My mom said it wasn't fair. Her mama raised me. I told her she crazy. She told me one day I'm going to be gone, Michael. You're going to see that my mama wanted you, but you belong to me. That was mm. so true. My grandmother raised me. So my grandmother died. I was like, man, my, she was like my mother. She yeah. was, I called her mama. That's all I ever called her. And I called my mom, mommy, you know, and I remember us arguing at the funeral. It was hilarious. It was like one of those Tyler Perry movie phones where it's just like the family is, is beefing right before yeah. everything is resolved and my mom said it wasn't fair to your home my mom died in your arms. I was like, like what I'm like you think I would have chose to be the first right. since she died and my sister was like yeah because she loved you she, was, she wouldn't have been happy when nobody else <laughs> which made my mother feel no, worse yeah. but my mom told me that day she said you know I gave you to my mom because she couldn't have any more kids of her own and she wanted you and you don't understand the sacrifice that took from me and I didn't until my mother died my mother died six years ago it hit me like a ton of bricks and I was just like, you know, yeah. I was like, because she was only 16 years older than me. Yeah. So we had more of a brother sister relationship at times. Right. But I couldn't do nothing but laugh and cry at the same time. Like, yeah. damn, you were right. You know? Yeah, I, I could definitely relate to having like some regrets after a parent passes yeah. away because I like I had the same thing with my father. And now I look at like how women are treated uh -huh. or women are getting kind of scrutinized for like showing their sexuality. And yeah. then you have women that you respect so much in your life that's been a part of your life. Yeah. How do you feel when it's cases where people are saying, well, women are making their self sexualized in, in our community nowadays, opposed to the women that you were brought up by? I, I didn't say my mother trafficked cocaine. Mm -hmm. My mother had a great pair of breasts and she was showing. <laughs> so I'm not saying she did some yeah. of the things that I see now, but what I'm saying is for, for my grandmother's peer group, my grandmother was 44 when I was born. She didn't she didn't necessarily like the lifestyle choices. And yeah. my, mom, my mom was a florist by trade, but the people she was selling flowers to ended up looking for coke and then she ended up a trafficker. Your 15th right. birthday, we woke up two weeks before I turned 15, you know, woman arrested in Griffin, Georgia for attempting to buy 10 kilos of cocaine. And wow. I remember she got out. She said it was 20. That ambassador stole half the money. <laughs> so nah. I, that was my girl. So <laughs> anyone who knew Denise knew she was in it. She was Her life was a movie. So I don't have judgments. I've known girls that danced in the Blue Flame that have been some of the best mothers I've seen in terms of making sure their children are fed, clothed, treated rightly, have dignity and respect. Right. Mm -hmm. I've, seen, I've seen women that worked in corporations that graduated some of the best colleges in this country. You know, not not be loving and caring partners or mothers. So I have no judgment. Right. You know, just just do your best. Right. Well, on your album, you definitely ain't have a judgment on who was new in the game versus old in the game. You have all kind of artists on there. Cash Page. Yeah, I who love she, her. Yeah, I so love I was Cash. so excited to see her Little on sis, there. Dope, What's your connection with her? Man, she just like me. Uh, so if you look at this record, it's all these 15 records are like just vignettes into my life. Yeah. So usually when you hear the Dope Boy song, it's either I'm the biggest Dope Boy ever or um, somebody betrayed me, I'm trying to get them back. Right. 
Dope Boy days sometimes are just everybody pulling up in an old school and going in on a barbecue. Yeah. So when I wanted to do the when I when I felt like I had a record to talk about, you know what I'm saying, the best of Dope Boy days, I go get two of my dopest Dope Boy partners, man. I go get two chains, yeah, I go course. get currency. Of course. Because they lead the life that all aspirational trappers want to lead. Right. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> That's you know, right. I, I see, I kick it, I smoke, I ain't too much violence. I got old schools, I got new schools. So I got them currency came in and killed the intro. I was I did gonna say, part. did he come in the studio and do that with now, you? No, Spitter did that one in New Orleans. Okay, okay, I, okay. I think I was in L.A., but he got he got it right back to me. But when we went, which is good, because when we end up hanging, we don't do nothing but get high and play with Hot Wheels. Yeah, because he like, smoked like, a lot, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> like we both. Like I was born yeah, on 420. He was a few weeks before me. We both oh, Aries. So. I didn't even peep that. Yeah, Perfect get, day. man. All we do is get stoned <laughs> and play with remote control cars and stuff. So it was best he did it like that. Right. But, but then it was like we knew we needed a singer, mm-hmm. and man, somebody sent me cash, and I was just like, oh man, who? She, she's she, so dope. Yeah, and yeah. it was cu- actually cuz, I think cuz might have might have introduced me to who she was, but she was him or Will, my manager, but she was just, she was dope. And then man, I saw little sis here. I saw her at the bistro here, heard a homegirl, and I bought him, I bought him lunch. Like, oh, I like, know that's right. like you ain't never buying lunch <laughs> you with me. Like, like I, if I see you, I got your lunch. Right. So, so shouts out to sis, man. She's amazing. And my 16-year-old daughter thought I was cooler. Yeah, I'm so, telling you that, but that's what's dope about you because it's like you're in tune with all kind of things. Yeah. It's not just like you're like, all right, I'm a legend here. I done made nah. my way in Atlanta and brought I'm a, it to I'm the world. I'm just an artist. Yeah, I'm just an yeah, artist. I no, just like collaborating with dope. dope artists. And, the, and when I say the collabs are crazy, y'all, if y'all didn't check out this album yet, y'all need to check out Michael. Yeah. Let's talk about the cover. Yeah. You got a little bit of horns on there with the halo. Now, let's <laughs> let's explain that and break that down. Because when you're listening, I can understand why you have that as yeah. a cover. Me, my dad, my daughter, one of my sons. I have the name Michael or Michael, and um, it's it, that's God's mightiest angel. There's this, um, so you know, you you're named for this beautiful angel. And with that said, he's a warrior. Like he's yeah. the one that's gonna throw Satan, cast Satan in the fire. You know, according to Christianity, in the last days. So I always liked my name, which mm-hmm. is why I went with a very personal. But I'm very proud of the name, even beyond just my personal story, Michael. But as a kid, that's what I was. I was just mischievous. Yeah, that's it. Terror. Like I had a heart of gold, and I was mischievous as can be. You know what yeah. I mean? Just like, I was gonna be the kid that talked to the candy lady. My partner might have stole a couple of Snicker bars, but you know, I would I would feel bad about it. And we come help cut her grass, lady. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, but I I've just had this mischievous streak my whole life. I just, it's not going nowhere, you know. Nowhere. But it's balance, you right, know. Right, right. I'm not evil. I don't, you know. The, when I talked about it in something, um, well, actually, when I talked about it in, um. You know, down by law, when I saw, saw someone that I used to stand in front of the store as a kid, mm-hmm. you know, I was just trying to get some Jordans or prom money. I sold drugs to and I remember just apologizing, just like, man, I'm sorry. I was so young. I did not, you know, I, what I said, I had no vision. I, you know, and I was apologizing. He stopped. He said, hey, man. You ain't got nothing to feel bad about, young blood. He said, you was a kid, and I was walking up to you asking you for drugs. <laughs> he said, after about two, three days of me doing that, common sense just told you to have some. Yeah. And he was right. So, you know, I just, I, I balance, and I understand that human beings are capable of good and evil. So, yeah. you know, before we project everything on the outside, just understand all of us got a horns and halo. Yeah, just that's try to, a, that is you know, a fact. We just, uh, <laughs> we kind of hide them sometimes. Yeah, just try to right? get your balance right, you know. Yeah, and you're also Puerto Rican, because Santiago is your middle name. <laughs> <laughs> I told my mom, my dad's very fair skin with wavy hair. I told my mom, I said, you thought I was going to look like him. Now, you know, 
I ended up just like you. So yeah, I, I, I love when I go to like Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, stuff yeah. like that because they see my middle name on the passport and they just automatically think, oh, you cool. I'm right. just like, yo, I was like, Santiago. I ain't go that. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Santiago. Richard. That definitely shocked me. You also opened up on Slummer with uh, Jagged Edge yeah. about an abortion mm-hmm. that a female you was dating. Yo, I was a kid. It was we yeah. were, you know, you're a kid. You think you think you're in love, and yeah. you do be in love for that time, and it's intense. But that's how I learned poverty. You know, can be stronger than love. I loved her, you know, to death. I thought, you know, we was gonna be there. She was a pretty girl, and and um, you know, I just, I, she was from the housing projects, and she didn't want to be there. You know what I mean? It was yeah. compounding poverty, and she met an older guy that loved her. They ended up getting married, having some kids and stuff, and that's that was really cool. But you know what I mean? She saw me years later, hugged me, introduced me to her kids. Like this, is who I was telling you about. Like this is, is Mr. Mike. He's a, you know what I mean? He's he. That's so crazy. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah and, I, and I still got love for it to this day. You yeah. know what I mean? It's always. Is there anybody that like maybe you had a falling out with and? you becoming yourself and who you are now, right? Yeah. That maybe you might want to reach back and um, speak out to maybe somebody you did wrong. No, nah, I ain't did nobody wrong and that I ain't apologize to. I, I'm pretty good about admitting my wrongs and apologize. Yeah. Just, hey, man, you know, if you forgive me, cool. But if I didn't have beef with issue with you, it's cool, you know. We on two different sides of the street, but we cool. I'm not one that's bad at re-engagement. Like, if, you know, my only thing is if we do something egregious, Let's do the apology and then let's just never go back to it. Now, if you play with my name, if you try to ruin my reputation, you know, then all is forgiven. But I can't never, ever rock with you again. Right. Because all I have is my reputation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when you try to ruin that. So there's there's a couple people out there, you know, that are in the city that I wouldn't come to their funeral and I accidentally not come to mine. Yeah. You know, because you tried to ruin my reputation. You you, you tried to drag me in front of the white folks and lie on me. So no, I don't, I don't have no positive thoughts for you. I don't have no negative thoughts. I just have no thoughts. You know? Yeah. If I die, don't come. If you die, I won't come. Yeah. I mean, well, that makes sense. Keep yeah. your distance and from people cool. you don't rock with. Yeah, that's so, it. So, Dungeon Family, uh-huh. right? You know when it's a lot of people that work yeah. collaboratively, right? It's yeah. always a little bit of issues here and there, but it, it doesn't seem like that came across with you all. What Did, was oh, was nah. there things that we might have missed in nah, maybe nah. like family nah, everything be cool. Nah, nah. I'm a, I'm a little bro <laughs> Though, just like I'm yeah. a, I I didn't gave everybody some headaches around there. Like <laughs> Sleepy Brown just walk up to me and hug me some days. Like it's okay, little yeah. bro. Quit tripping, man. You, you know I didn't I didn't you know I didn't been hard headed. I didn't I didn't disagree loudly. Come from the West Side, right? You, the, the Dungeon Family is is a Southwest Atlanta collective. Mm. And even though Martin Luther King separated, the West Side is a little more brash. So when right. you think West Side, you think me, okay. Ti, Dro, yeah. mm. like real yeah, kind of yeah, just yeah, like yeah, this yeah. the way it is, right. you know. And with Southwest Atlanta, they got a little bit more politeness, political effectiveness mm-hmm. they they negotiate but there have been times where I've just been a hard-headed little bro and I just think like Rico and I think I thank Ray and I thank you know Sleep for just you know always remaining you know um, encouraging you know I'm glad me? you said him because I was looking for him on the album I Ooh. didn't see him Sleepy Brown I nah yeah to... I didn't use I didn't use Sleep but Sleep Ray and Reek were in there so Rico's voice serves as like the voice of Atlanta okay through the album through the yeah, skits that's Rico's yeah. voice that's popping up that's Rico okay. Ray the intro so the album. at one point I thought he was Dave Chappelle on nah, the song no, with Dave, Dave introduces Run that, that is, is Dave, right okay so I knew I wasn't that's tripping. Rico though when the he, yeah, said, okay. he said it ain't been hard. It's just been a journey. Yeah. That's Rico Wade okay. and, and coming Every up through. Okay. But um, Ray Murray comes in and Ray gives us a challenge early in making a record. Me and Cuz like he says it has to be authentically Southern in Atlanta all the mm-hmm. way through. And it has to be as cohesive as a chronic. And by reviews, we've achieved that. We've yeah. achieved something that's that's stellarly Southern and that is that is utterly cohesive like the chronic. 
Like, like one of the um, one of the greatest compliments I've seen this week was Damani, um, Tip Son, who, oh, I, who I think yeah. is an amazing artist. He's dope. Damani says, this is the only album I can listen to all the way through. Like, for a youngster to say that, yeah. that's how I felt when The Chronic dropped. That's how mm-hmm. I felt when, you know, when, 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 man, NWA's second album dropped, you know, Niggas for Life. So I just thought that I met that challenge, and then Sleep just came through and encouraged at all points. So I'm proud that I gave the Dungeon family a record that, that the city can be proud of, that yeah. they can be proud of, yeah. and that's a generational statement. It's mm-hmm. something beyond a classic, in, in my opinion. Yeah, your album is amazing. Yeah, and you kick, you. I even talk about that because you kicked it off with CeeLo, and I haven't heard him in a while. He had yeah. some controversies. Was that a little bit like, because you know when somebody is your family and uh-huh. they might have something going on that's uh-huh. associated in a bad light, we're going to stick by them, but it kind of might give you some backlash. Was you thinking about any because you kicked the album off with, with No, CeeLo. I wasn't thinking. I was yeah. just thinking about you take the album Michael is a return to a certain spirituality for me. I ran from the church. I ran from a lot of things. But, you know, when you look at, you know, and I'm still not belong to an Abrahamic religion. But when you look at like the story of Christ, the last person he chose to save was a self-confessed thief, mm. you know, being being crucified by the state next to him. Mm-hmm. When you look at the people that ran with him, Saul, who was a Christian killer um, and eventually became Paul, changed his name. You look at the people that God had chosen to 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 exalt, whether it was Noah, who was a drunk, whether it was David, who, you know, helped kill a man just to have his wife. You know, there's been some pretty horrendous things done. And um, so I don't know or not to know what CeeLo has done or not done. What I know is, as my big bro, he's one of the first people to love and embrace me. And God has truly given him an anointed voice. Yeah. And I needed to say something to Atlanta on the behalf of Atlanta. So what better voice to use? You know yeah. what I mean? So I didn't think about anything outside of that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because what whatever he, you know, is is responsible for in the last days when God has judgment on us all, you know, he'll he'll answer to or not answer to whatever he's done, you know, whatever he hasn't done, whatever those things were, I don't think about. It. I just thought about what would be best for this song for the album. in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, because Lord knows but I've um I done did some some times and crimes in my day. Yeah. I've been forgiven and given grace for a lot. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just appreciate that brother giving me grace and jumping on the record because he brought it to life. And shouts out to Corey Moe for thinking that, hey, man, y'all boys should do this record together because Corey held that record. I had that record down by law since the last year of Obama's presidency. And Corey held that record for me that long. So shouts out to Corey Moe and thank you, man. That's fire. Okay. You almost missed one of these songs on here. And that's because Andre 3000 wasn't really rocking with the verse initially. No, that wasn't it. it. He was rocking with all of it. But it it felt this record, this album was an excellent mixtape that that we took into a great album. And if it was just going to be verses, he was just like, you know, man, we just got a great rap song. Yeah. but putting that hook that, that I'm going to live forever yeah. hook, you know, yeah. the the Aaron Allen Kane just giving that sentiment brought it, brought, made it a song. See, a lot of times you can have a good record and it still not be a song. Right. You know what I mean? And that's what made it it. So, now nah, it was there. You know, it was I'm just... I'm glad you explained that because when the verse came on, my face was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are yeah. you talking it's about? Old saying from the trap, man, you got to bring the dope out the water. Yeah. You know, you'll put a half a thing in there, man. It's just looking like a quarter, but you, <laughs> you bring in a cook, you can bring the dope out the water. So that's what we had to do. Yeah. Okay, so what about Netflix? Are you returning there because you had that show on Netflix? Yeah, Trigger One. Yeah, trigger warning. Yeah, I mean, I'm a return to Netflix in some capacity doing TV. I like television. I like writing television. I like being a part of television shows. Trigger warning, you know, came when it had its time. I'd love to do another variation. So 
somewhere. You got to pay some white folks money, though. Yeah, what? that's a fact. Because you went through some stuff. You were sleeping on yeah, benches. Yeah, I was like, fuck. All, I was trying to find you out but there. I, but <laughs> I had a ball. And, and Netflix is a company, man. Shouts out to them for giving me the opportunity. Yeah. And FX. Because FX gave us the opportunity first and then allowed us to pivot it over to two arms. Netflix. So. fire. So you're on tour right now. And I have a TV show now. You it's have a TV show now. Called Love and Respect that comes on um that comes on public, public broadcasting. I've interviewed. I just won an Emmy for the television show with my interview with Bernice King. So I just won an yes. Emmy. There's a um there's 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 a lot of satisfaction in that. A guy named Scott Carter, who co-founded um Real Time with Bill Maher yeah. and um he um and politically incorrect. He this was his first Emmy. He's a 70-year-old OG, he's a white guy, he's been in television for 40, 50 years. I love him to death. And we won our we were born on the same day. He's a one Come of on, my favorite. Come on, 420. Yep. 420. <laughs> and my man, I, I brought him his first Emmy. And that, wow. that meant the world to me. Wow. Well, it should mean the world that you yeah. got your Emmy. I mean, I care about me, but I'm just saying when an OG man, it's like, think about it, it's an OG. That's that's mm-hmm. And he's like, man, I got my first one with you. I assumed he just had him in his closet laying around. Yeah. yeah. So now I got a Grammy, Grant, uh, Emmy and a Grammy. Now I got to get the Tony and an Oscar. I know that's right. Either. And we can see, would you do Tiny Desk? Yeah, yeah, I've done one. Is run the jewels, and I'm coming back. Yeah, to for you. I mean, with your solo, yeah. Coming, yeah. yeah we're gonna do okay, it. I can't wait to see we're that. Big shout out to you, a classic album. Everyone's saying it. Generational statement, man. This yeah. is a statement for a generation, y'all. Absolutely. Okay, now go check it out. Y'all can get it wherever you can find it. Michael yep. out now. Thank go you catch so him much. on tour. Killer Mike. I appreciate you, love. The Morning Hustle Cash Grab. Ooh. 10 questions. Question. 60 seconds. Gianna Henrico. Hello. What's going on, baby? How are you? I'm good. How are you? All right. You ready to get $1,000 today? I'm ready. All right, Gianna. Well, let's get to it. Here's the situation. You got 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. For every correct answer, we'll give you $10, okay? If you get all 10 right, you win $1,000. If you don't know an answer, say pass. We'll come back to it as long as we have time. And make sure the answer you give is the one you want because we are going to go with your first answer, okay? Okay. All right, we want to see you win $1,000. L'Oreal has a free answer for you. And that answer is going to be windpipe. Ooh. Windpipe. Okay. All right. Keep in mind, windpipe, and you got to figure out where to use it. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, 60 seconds on the clock. Here we go. In the game of pool, what color is the eight ball? Black. The lowland between two mountains is called what? A alley, a gully, or or in what state is the city of brotherly love? Philadelphia. How many equal sides does an isosceles triangle have? Three. According to her latest song, who does SZA hate? Her ex. What country is the furthest to the south? Canada, the United States, or Mexico? Mexico. What is the name of the first black woman on the Supreme Court? Pass. If you go to a fancy restaurant and order escargot, what animal are you eating? Snails. Which DC superhero is known as the Dark Knight? Batman. The trachea is what part of the body? The neck. Time. Ooh, All we right. got a lot. We had a lot of sketchy, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of sketchy decisions here. I've never seen a judge so confused after a contestant. Because <laughs> you got like three semi right, so we're trying to figure out if we're gonna give them to you or not. Okay, now the the you you should have let him finish the answer. Yeah. To this yeah. question, the lowland between. Was make me guess. Yeah, the lowland between two mountains is called what? 
and it's a valley. He was gonna, he was giving you multiple choice, yep. but you said pass. Okay. So, uh, okay, but how many equal sides does the isosceles triangle have? We give this question pretty often. Yes. It's two. Two. The answer is two. Uh, so this one I thought you was going to be able to get, but they said no, sis. I'm sorry. And what state is the city of brotherly love? The answer is Pennsylvania. You said Philly. I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, this one we gave you because we couldn't give you everything, man. You was on the fence on a lot of them. And uh, SZA's latest song, Who Does She Hate? You said her ex, but it's you. But she is singing about her ex, so we decided to give that one there you to go. you. Okay. Thank you. Thank so, you. <clears throat> but it's you. Um, <laughs> and if you wonder if I hate you, <laughs> I do not, my ex. I don't. Okay. Sing you again. You. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is the name of the first black woman on the Supreme Court? That's Judge Katanji Brown Jackson. That just happened. Yep. Uh, and this part, you knew it. The trachea is what part of the body that's your windpipe. We would have even accepted throat. You said neck. No. Okay. Okay. Mm. All right. So that sounds leaves. so sad, too. I know. I mean, because it's just, it was so many on the fence Man, answers. Listen. One, two, <laughs> three, four, five. That's $50. Oh, that ain't bad. That ain't bad. Okay. That ain't bad, Gianna. Yeah, she don't sound too happy. You don't. Even though we gave you a free ten dollars, right? Oh no, I'm happy. Okay, I'm okay. appreciative. Nah, she's, appre- she's grateful and appreciative for Just that fifty dollars, sure, no Just doubt. Sure. Well, congratulations to you, baby. Fifty dollars is yours. And uh, for everybody listening right now, saying, "Damn, that was tough. I can do better." Make sure you You're text right. cash <laughs> to seven one zero zero seven, and you could be up next to play the thousand dollar cash grab on the morning hustle. We're asking for a friend. Eight six six hustle eight. That's eight six six. 487-8538. Today we got Ricky on the line. What's going on with you, bro? Ricky Bobby. You know, I find a dime every time I heard that. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. All right, so what's your situation, man? So, um, like, I'm, I'm a fitness guy. You know, I, I go to the gym, I work out, I make sure I stay tight, you know, because mm. I want to look good, right? You know, and I, and, I, and I have that passion, that drive for myself. So um, that, that's the thing that brought me and my girl together. You know, met okay. in the gym. Um, You know, she was working out, I was working out, we were doing our thing, and Hot. we met each other's drive. And so, you know, we, we started making waves on social media. You know, we, we started to grow. But then things kind of changed because she got pregnant. You know, with Dave, we're doing our thing. She got pregnant, had our beautiful daughter. Our daughter looks, you know, beautiful. It's the, you know, she's the apple of my eye. No okay. doubt. No doubt. After, after she had our daughter, you know, she's been uh, having trouble losing the weight. Okay. okay. And so, you know, but she had done it before. Like, you know, before she met me, you know, we had talked about some pictures of her and she had lost a hundred pounds before, you know, she got wow. she had that, like she had that drive but she had lost a hundred pounds and now she's having trouble losing the weight. And so like now she seems hesitant to put the work in to get back in shape mm. and, and it's starting to affect our relationship because, you know, that, that lack of motivation, one, is hurting our social media presence, it's hurting, you know, our business that we have because, you know, she works with the women, I work with the men. And, uh, you know, and, and just to be honest, just to keep it a buck, I'm going to keep it a buck. I miss how bad my chick used to be. You but know what I mean? But now you could be the bad <laughs> Easy. Why? 
That's not what he wants to be. He wants her back. Why right. you gotta pick I, up I, the slack? Oh my god. You know, at the end of the day, you know, I want my girl back, and like I said, not just for the sake of our business, but the thing is, is I don't, I don't want to be locked up, and I don't want to tie it down and marry this this woman who doesn't have a drive that I have. I, I want somebody to match my drive, and I'm worried that it's gone. So I'm like, you know, should I marry her? Damn. Wow. Oh, this because she put on a little bit of weight? Like, how much weight are we talking? Well, it sounds a little more than a weight, though, because when you say that matches your drive, you say you feel like her whole motivation is gone. Her motivation is the baby now, right? No. I mean, you know, I, I mean, the, the baby is both our motivation. Right. To take care of it's baby, not but giving it's like yours. Outside of that. <laughs> Not giving yours. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, so exactly. Let's break it down. So Ricky's on the line right now. He's a fitness uh, enthusiast. Uh, he met his girl in the gym because she was also a fitness enthusiast. Before she was a mom. They started kicking it, right? They were together. They built a business together, training people. The business is going well. Amazing. They had a baby together. Uh-huh. Uh, the business she, was still going. Business as the still baby. going. Uh-huh. Uh, she gained some weight, obviously, due to the pregnancy. But the problem is he feels like she's lost her drive to lose her weight and now he's confused about how to move forward with this girl. Is that correct? What do you mean by lose drive though? Like I want to know exactly like the baby's how old now? I mean the baby the baby now is like a year and a half too. Mm. Okay a year and a half too. a long time. Does she stay at home with this baby? Does she work? I mean so right right now she's taking care of the baby. Okay so strictly focused on the baby and she gained about how much? She gained about 70, 75. Well I mean you did say earlier in the story that she had lost 100. Before. Before, so I kind of maybe kind of went back to almost like her old way yeah, it sounds you, like. You know what I mean? It sounds like a project for your business. So, so here's the thing. So she gained the weight and like so pregnancy weight was 60. Since then, she's added another 10, 15. Mm. Have y'all ever heard of old Zimpex? Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> they go to the gym. They don't go, go, go ahead, to the doctor. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go All ahead. right. So here's, that's the situation, <laughs> hustlers. Uh, Ricky wants saying, to know how to move forward. You know, how did he get his girl's motivation back? Should he move forward with her lack of uh, motivation? He doesn't really know how to handle the situation. We don't know what to do either. Ooh. Maybe you have some better insight on this. Hustlers. All right. 866 Hustle 8. Do your thing. 866-40. Do your thing. Like, you <laughs> Leasing the hounds on them. <laughs> 866-487-8538. Todd and Riley, do you have any advice for this brother? Hey, it sounds like my man need to move on because he's not understanding. She's staying at home all day long, take care of that baby. That happens. It, her drive is the baby. It ain't about him no more. It's about the baby and Come her. Come on now. If he, looks, if he loves and respects her, he'll support her and help her through the time. But it ain't going to happen just like that, dropping 75 pounds, bro. Exactly. I mean, I agree with that, but I don't think he's saying just like that. He just wants her to get her mindset back together. It's hard to lose. I got this last 20. Yeah. I've been doing great my whole... It's the last 20. So imagine 70. Yeah. Like, that's not easy. And you got a full-time... You're a full-time, first-time mom. That's a lot. But let's just not make it about the weight, though. I th- to me, He's making it about the weight. That's part of it, but I think that's, that is part of it. I don't want to ignore that, but I think what he's saying, like, damn, she had a drive about herself that would, towards and fitness. I'm not seeing it. Now it's towards being a mom. Okay, well. She has a drive somewhere else. Morning Hustle, what you think? Hi, this is Angel calling from PD, and let me just tell y'all something. Y'all starting off with the crap today. <laughs> look here. This man, Ricky, he, yeah. look, look, 
first off, yes. okay, I understand that you have, you know, you guys met in the gym, things mm-hmm. of that nature. But once you have a child, your entire life changes for the mother. To me, right, when I heard his story, it was more about how can he get her, um, no. how can he help her mentally get back into that what? mindset of, you know, like, yo, I want to get things going again. Like, Mm-mm. I understand the physical part as a result of it, but it sounded like he was looking for help on trying to get her motivated mentally. But he's also trying to, he also trying to dip out on her. Yeah. That's what, I'm not, that's what it's not giving. She popped out your child. You have to be there for her mentally and try to motivate her and still love her through everything that she's going through so that mm-hmm. she can be like, oh, okay, he's still into me. What if he's, like, been showing differences and, like, you know, not interested in her anymore? That also plays a part in how she's feeling. Exactly. With her staying home taking care of the baby, it's, the baby is the prime focus. Right. That's not motivating at all. He actually just sounds like a pig. That's not fair. He's the pig. He's That's talking not about because he didn't say anything about treating her differently or acting differently. He's no, asking, he's giving her. He's a asking us for advice. He didn't say these things to her. He is saying that he's not going to propose to her if she does not. He, he wants didn't tell to her give her that, this though. ultimatum. He didn't tell to, her. To even come up with that is crazy. <laughs> Ashley in Detroit. <laughs> Are you serious? Lowe's not understanding. What do you say, Ashley? I, not under- I just feel like maybe he needs to, like, her motivation is different. So it's probably hard for her to think back to her old life, her old, what she was doing. And maybe she needs to go, like, the mommy motivation route, like, just redirect it to, you know, she's a mom now, so let's come up with some mommy ideas or, you right. know what I'm saying, to incorporate that because it could be just hard for her right now knowing what she, you know what I'm saying, you give up a lot when coming to mom, so it could be just a little difficult for her to get back to something that's not existing anymore. I want to know his Instagram fitness page because I want to give it a review of down one star. He need to go back to the 90s and give her like one of those Tybo videos. And then she could work out at no, home that's not while how the it baby's goes. in. As somebody that's a fitness whatever guru or whatever you think you are, part of your job is to motivate people. That's true. And if you can't figure out how to do that in your own home, maybe the problem is you, sir. Well, she was also one of those people, right? She was motivating others. Like, remember, he said that this was their business together so now her clients are even like yo what's up brandy in goldsboro north carolina what you say yeah um like this woman is probably still in her fourth trimester that's like a thing you know when you're pregnant you got three trimesters and then after you have the baby you're entering into a fourth trimester um and so that's postpartum depression is real um, and just the fact that he's even considering not moving forward, like, she don't even need to be with him. Like, exactly. it ain't got nothing to do with him being worse. Damn. Like, I, I feel, like, so disrespected because instead of trying to understand fully and try to be there for her, it's like, oh, it's all about her weight. But mentally, physically, she's going through so much in her body, like, he needs to help her. And if she's sitting at home with the baby all day, that literally makes depression worse. Yes. Like, being okay. a mom. But it's hard for us to ask for help because we don't know how to a lot of times. And then a lot of times we feel ashamed. So he probably just needs to go to her, ask her, what do you need from me or what can I do? And even then, just initiate things himself. Is he helping around the house? You know, of course, if he's not, she's not going to feel motivated to lose no weight because she's taking care of a baby, a house, and playing wife to somebody who ain't even married her. Exactly. Mm. Come on now. I hear everything you're saying. The only thing I want to push back on is try literally means 
means three, so you can't have a fourth trimester. Because tri well, means three, well, like tricycle, okay, triangle. Okay, that's not what it is. Postpartum. Postpartum <laughs> is a thing. She just remixed it, but that's it's called postpartum. That's all I wanted to say. I, I agree with everything else. That's all I wanted okay, to say. Okay, shut up, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> all right, no, thank, thank you for the call. <laughs> Let's go to our fifth, fourth caller. <laughs> Good morning, Hustle. Good morning. Who is this? Where you calling from? This Jenny. I'm calling from Texas. What's up, baby? What you say about this situation? I just think it's just stupid because if you want to marry a lady, it ain't about to wait. Come on now. Mm. She going to drop you before she drops. Oh, that's going to be the biggest weight she drops. But the thing of it is, it, she's a mother. What other problems is she going through? She could be going through postum, like... I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. The baby. Po- postpartum. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Shut up, Kyle. No, because postum is in the fifth trimester. Okay. Now, my but, thing is this, right? I'm with you. Don't listen to him. My thing is this. He mentioned her weight, her weight, her weight. He never talked about her health. Now, it'd be one thing if he was like, listen, mm-hmm. that's not healthy. You could tell he's all about the physical aspects of things no. because he did not care about her health, how she felt, or why she gained why do you keep ignoring what he said about her driving mentality? Why? Drive towards working out. That's it. That's all he cares about is physical appearance. All right. Yes, he's worrying about the outside of her. He's not worrying about her inside or anything. Otherwise, the outside wouldn't even worry about. Exactly. Even so you suggest he helps her get help with the with the postal. Okay, oh, but don't listen to Kyle. Know. Don't listen to Kyle, please. He need to get. Yo, morning hustle. Good morning. Who is this? Where you calling from? Yo, this is Miss April the Boss, owner of Two Sport Fitness Studio in Camp Springs, Maryland. I got something to say. Listen, man, put it out. If you're going to do a shameless plug, that's how you do it. Hey, I got to let the people know. I'm concerned, though, for our our dear trainer friend. Because, you know, he didn't call in to say... How can I support her through this? Come on now. She said, should I stay with her? Yeah. Uh- and so that's disturbing because, you know, she done had your baby. And, we, uh, you know, triggers happen when we have babies. You know, sometimes we, we put everything into it and we don't prioritize other things. And so that doesn't mean that her drive won't kick back in to refocus on that. But for right now, it's all about that baby and postpartum is real. So we need a little bit more sympathy, man. Exactly. Right. She no should drop his ass for him thinking like yeah. this. Well, she doesn't know. He called us. He didn't tell her. Well, say. hopefully she recognizes I'm his her. voice. I'm going to tell her. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate yeah, but you. Tell her, she can come check it. We got a safe body positive space over at 2 Sports. She can come check us out. Come All on right. now. Thank you See, for that offer. sounds encouraging that and motivating. Yeah. You know? Appreciate yeah. you, baby. Thanks. Y'all have a good one. Morning Hustle. Good morning. Who is this? Where you calling from? You, Chris in D.C. What you say about this? Uh, I say, man, he got to accept the woman that he loves for who she is. If she gains a couple of pounds, then it is what it is. He said 70. He said, I mean, 70 or 100 is still the person that you love. So you exactly. got to take that into consideration. Kyle could lose about 70 as I well. Could. I ain't going to hold you. I ain't, I, All right, so why you think it's so above, funny? I ain't above uh, So criticism? how you here laughing at her? I didn't laugh. That's... <laughs> You over here laughing, so you need to be laughing I'm not at laughing yourself. At her. Okay. And what's right. your excuse? Post them. I got I got post them. <laughs> I got post them. I'm in my sixth trimester. All right, thank okay. you for the call. Thank bro. you, sir. <laughs>
Uh, <laughs> These trimesters keep going further and further. This man is no good for this woman. Well, I will say this. He does need to focus on supporting his wife in whatever stage she's in. But the fact that he's even addressing how he feels is positive. And uh, maybe they should go and get some help, some therapy, and just yeah. talk about the whole situation. He needs help for being so vain. Oh, my God. All right. Thank you, hustlers, man. We appreciate y'all. Y'all are amazing. Um, yeah, Whatever like stage Kyle. you're in, if you're in your post stage, get some right. help for that. If you're in your fourth trimester, <laughs> you know, go to math class. All right. So um, that being said, L'Oreal, how can they follow you on the gram? I think you can have four trimesters. <laughs> I'm with the caller. Try is three. You I'm cannot. I'm with the caller. She said that that's the after effects, and she's calling it fourth, then I'm with her on that one. All right. Well, y'all in Maybe the wrong Maybe she meant semester. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me at Star and L'Oreal, S-C-A-R-R-I-N-G-L-O-R-E-L. How about you, Kyle? Follow me on the gram at Radio King Kyle, Radio King Kyle. And the only other thing I want to say today, congratulations to my son and his baseball team. They are the Oak Park and River Forest Pony League champions for their baseball team. They got the big win last night, 8-7. to seven. I don't want to say congratulations. You can't man. shout them out if you ain't shout out the team that lost. Too. I don't know the team that lost. <laughs> they beat the losers. That's what happened. <laughs> shout out to your son, man. All right, man and follow- the losers. <laughs>